This is so random. Here I am at work in the night, hot cup of coffee, TV's on, latest news blaring through, current news blaring through, and I'm just thinking, wow, when this is all over, there won't be any more schools, there won't be any more 24-hour stores, there won't be any more mall shopping and who could ever imagine what is going to result after all this besides we'll be used to not having all the things that we used to have before this complete shutdown halt everything stop full speed out of control it is so ghost town everywhere when I get off work and I get home in less than 20 minutes. This is the scary part of it. Like bracing for whatever's going to be next. And I just keep thinking... I'm not going to talk about it. And I end up talking about it. Thought pops in my head. A news article piques my interest. How epidemics change civilization. Let me read a little of this. It says, It's the Wall Street Journal. And the article is written by Jason Willick. Jason says, To put the coronavirus pandemic in perspective consider what happened when the bubonic blonic bubonic plague struck london in 16 oh i don't have my glasses on in 1665 i should have known that i don't think so i wasn't around back then but anyway the onset of the of the disease could be sudden, says Yale historian Frank Snowden. Snowden, sorry. Sorry, Frank. You actually have people afflicted and in agony in public spaces. Trade and commerce swiftly shut down and every economic activity disappeared. The city erected hospitals to isolate the sick. You have the burning of sulfur in the streets, bonfires to purify the air. Some 100,000 Londoners, close to a quarter of the population, equivalent to 2 million today, died. Some sufferers committed suicide by throwing themselves into the Thames. That's the T-H-A-M-E-S, Mr. Snowden says. Such was their horror at what was happening to their bodies and the excruciating pain of the buboes, inflamed lymph nodes that are the classic symptom of the bubonic plague. Social order broke down. Where was I? Social order broke down as the authorities, authorities fled. Death cart drivers went door to door collecting corpses for a fee and sometimes plundering the possessions of survivors.
The plague's violent assaults on European cities in the Middle Ages and Renaissance periods created social dislocation in a way we can't imagine, says Mr. Snowden, whose October 2019 book, Epidemics in Society from the Black Death to the Present, a survey of infectious diseases and their social impact, is suddenly timely. All right, I'm going to stop. The article is a full page, full half page, Wall Street Journal. Um, the Saturday, Sunday, March 28th through the 29th edition. And it's entitled, I think I started out the talk by mentioning the title, How Epidemics Change Civilizations. And I have to say, I became intrigued by this because it's the first time something this impactful I've experienced, we've experienced, but there has been several pandemics. But I don't think anything reached this global height. And, um, you know, as we're going forward, People are experiencing the social distancing and the change in civilization. This is what we don't know. We're not only fearful of the pandemic itself, the virus, the disease itself, but it's about what are we going to be facing once we come to a point of trying to resume normal life. Normal life isn't going to be the normal that we experienced. When 2020 came in, I was excited. Everybody was excited. Um, you know, we've all been moving so fast, living fast. Technology has always been ahead of us. And that's one of the things I think is going to be at the front line of our change. Already, the school-aged kids are experiencing online studies. All children are online. College and university um, had that option. So I think what we don't know is what we're bracing for, what we don't know. We can speculate. We have enough information to know that it's going to be different by the things we're experiencing now. Um, before the shutdown, the malls were closing. There was a lot of stores that were centuries old closing. And the online shopping was really catching fire. So, in the economy, that has is in a chokehold right now, but... 
you know, I, I don't have enough information to give um, any conversation to. But I do know we're facing um, some major changes. But not to fret. I go in and out. But I am exploring. I'm steadily exploring this whole pandemic history. I also have a magazine, the special edition by Time, The Signs of Epidemics. And what we have learned, there's several articles. The contents are, you know, um, I'll read a few. The Invisible Threats, Portrait of Coronavirus, COVID-19, and Layman's Glossary. Racing to Combat COVID-19, Treating and Containing Coronavirus. All these things lets you know how major it is. So, we have no idea, no clue as to when it will be safe for us to move around, to involve ourselves outside of a social distance atmosphere. Um, but it is... a good way for us to open up the conversation about how we need to change some things about the way we are living because we're globally connected and the effects of this whole thing brings light to a lot of things that may have been ignored um, or that we need to renew our industry in this country so again I didn't want to talk about this but it's something that we need to talk about we need to talk about this not just listen to the information that we've been given but equip ourselves with information so that we can better position ourselves for the changes that we're no doubt, doubtedly will um, have in the future. Signing off for now. Thanks for stopping by.